How many had a man this morning say, I came here a while back and heard you preach, and we decided to go to another church? That's what he told me. That's what he told me. He said, uh, he said, then we decided to dip our toe back in here last weekend. And we heard you preach the Word and the Bible. And he said, you know what? I think we're just going to be right here. So I said, well, I thank you for that. I appreciate it. So who knows? Who knows? Now, I want you to find a place where God would have you. We'd love to have you here. I want you here. I want you here. I want you to serve the Lord with us. Love Jesus. Love people. If you want a church full of politics and crap, there's about 12 doors out of here. You can find one of them. That's not what we're about here. When I say politics, I'm talking about that internal thing where you come here and we elevate you. No, the ground's level at fellowship. There's no pecking order here. Got it? I'm from Rockingham. You say where you're from on the count of three. I'm going to say Rockingham. You say I wasn't. Say your place. I'm from Rockingham. See what I'm saying? Ground's level right there. And now we're here. And we want to serve the Lord here. Amen? And make this your town, Inglewood, the greater Inglewood community, Venice, Port Charlotte, you know, Osprey, Nakoma, Sarasota, wherever you're from in this neck of the woods, Panagorda, people come. But let's make this our town and our area for the Lord. Amen? And you're welcome to serve the Lord here. And that's what I care about. Occasionally I'll preach on end times. I do that occasionally, not all the time. Even though I've been at this for about probably 10 to 12 weeks now. Got one more message next week. Your head will literally just unscrew right off your shoulders. I'm actually going to... <laughs> you probably heard this before. Somebody pr- try to do it, and I'll do it next weekend. It's a prophecy from Daniel. Daniel 70 weeks. What is that? And last days. But it has more to do than just last days. Now, that last week uh, had a lot to do with the end times and the great tribulation period, etc. But... We're going to look at that whole prophecy, Daniel 70 weeks. We're going to put it up on a big screen. Uh, Roger and I have done work on this. We wrote this many years ago, tried to put it together. We've tweaked it some. And you're going to see some crazy math next week. Amen? So come ready for just a really unusual message on the prophecy of Daniel 70 weeks. That's in the Scriptures. I didn't make this. I'm from Rockingham. I can't make this stuff up, okay? My job is to try to make it understandable for us. Amen? So let's next week, we'll end this series with that, and then we'll go into our Easter and uh, resurrection season. Amen? Looking forward to it. Let's go to today's message. It's a Lulu. Y'all ready? <laughs> Here we go. series is called Last Day's Best Days. And it was such a big topic, big message. I broke it up into part one, part two. And last week was Mystery Babylon, part number one. And don't get bored on me, okay? Ah, it's boring. You have no idea. Be quiet. All right? Now you know why people don't come back, don't you? You know, I can be funny and people take it personally. They think I really mean it. They'll be like, he told me to shut up. I ain't coming back. Grow up. I mean, no, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Spiritual bondage and defilement. Mystery Babylon. And we'll keep moving, Rog. Push me, buddy. Let's go. It's rock and roll time, buddy. So what is it? We can't re-preach last week's message. But what is Mystery Babylon? We gave a lot of history. We found out where languages come from and things like that last week, didn't we? A lot of stuff. A lot of history. But today we're moving forward. But I still want us to go back. What is Mystery Babylon in the book of Revelation? Well, first of all, it's 
takes up about four chapters in the, in the 22 chapters of Revelation. So I'd say it's pretty important if it takes up four chapters. Yes? Amen? So, what is it? Say this with me. This is what it is, in my strong opinion, as well as the opinion of other people a lot smarter than me. Mystery Babylon, say it with me. It is a code word for spiritual bondage and defilement. So when we're talking about last days, end times, this is a sign. This is what it will be like in the last days. The church, religion, will not be about Jesus Christ and Him alone. Because He's the only way to God the Father. There'll be all other kind of made-up mess. Does that sound vaguely familiar? And it'll be that way in the end times. It'll be spiritual bondage. Instead of being free, religion and the church will put you in bondage. And instead of you being saved and free from your sin because of His death on the cross, you will be in bondage and defiled and still go to hell. That's a bad situation. And honestly, that is pretty much where we live today in the world. I think we're there. That's my strong opinion. So let's look at it today. Mystery, Babylon. For sure, Mystery Babylon is about religious harlotry. Now, this is not words I use. An abomination to God. Where did I get that from? Religious harlotry. So in the end, in the end times, the church and religion is going to be like a harlot. Instead of a pure bride to the Lord, it will be a, here's what he said multiple times. I don't like to say it. I'm going to say it. Whore. I didn't say this all through many times he said it. So that's what we look at the church and oh look at the church today. And we're in awe and God says, I'll spew you out of my mouth. Is that true or false? Absolutely. So for sure we know it means this because Revelation seventeen five says, Upon her forehead. If you want to know what something is, look at somebody's forehead. Upon her forehead was written Mystery Babylon the Great. The mother of what? Harlots and abominations of the earth. Right there on the head. That's what God sees as false religion or church that doesn't preach Jesus Christ. He looks like it. He sees that as the name on the head of it. Doesn't matter what you put outside on your sign. Cool? Keep looking. So we started last week's message, gave a lot of study and went pretty deep in it. And I gave the top of the first three symptoms. And these are all found in the book of Revelation. I didn't make these up. This isn't me looking at the church today. I could do that. And religion today. And I could come up with what I think. But instead, we stuck with the Scriptures. What will it be like in the last days? So we saw it. Number one. Church in the last days. Religion in the last days will be full of what? Pride. Pride. I could say so much, i got to hush. People today, if you don't say just what they want to hear, they'll take their little, their little mess and they'll leave and go home. That's just sad. That you care more or people care more about what they think and what they feel other than what the Word of the living God says. Pride. 
A lot of people go to church and treat it like it's the country club or the rotary club. I go to church, I can get a business deal. Or maybe you can go to church and you can hook up. What do you think God thinks about that? His son gave his life on a cross, brutally murdered, beaten to death, so that you and I could have everlasting life. And we turn it into a place we're going to get, we're going to hook up. Church was never meant to be a priority so that you can just, you know, go and have a social club. I love friends. I want friends, right? But we're here to preach the gospel. We're here so people won't burn in hell. Did y'all get that? Am I clear or not on that one? Or people like my mama who was a drunk, who life wasn't worth living anymore, and she found new life in Christ and was delivered. That's beautiful. That's what we're about here. Amen. But much of the church today is about selfishness, and, and I can get involved in this too, in making a name for ourselves. And all over this town, you're going to see fellowship, 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 fellowship. And you'd have to know my heart. I have that name, and I have my name on billboards or whatever. I want people to come here, not to worship me. I'm pathetic. Are you kidding me? Say, you'll burn in hell straight away, you, you worship me. That's the dumbest thing ever. But we, we, we want to promote. Why? So that we can tell people about Christ and, and get people to come here. Do you all understand that, yes or no? That's quite different than making a name, oh, I go to fellowship, or I walk up here and go, oh, look what, look what I did. I didn't do jack squat, nothing. God has used us together. It's all He gets all the credit, anything we do. Amen. I don't want any pride here. Say that with me. I don't want any. I meet people. They come to me from other states. Y'all come here. And first thing you do, you want to tell me what you've done. And you served on this committee and that committee. You don't know who you're talking to. I could care less. Not that it didn't matter what you did, but man, what you going to do now? As if that's like, okay, I've got a position for you now. <sighs> I want us to be humble. Say that. I want us to be what? Try to never come up to me and brag about money you gave somewhere. <laughs> this is definitely a message you want to cut your phone off on. Because <laughs> I could explode at any moment. <laughs> Pride, number two, we saw it last week. Pride, number two, idolatry. Idolatry. Not trying to be ugly, but we worship all kinds of stuff. We have our own kind of idol worship. I'm going to tell you something this week. The Pope, I don't know if you saw this or not. All the, the TV broadcasts were running it. The Pope sitting in a bench or a stool or something. And I'm not bashing the Pope. I don't do that a lot, but I'll call him out when I think it's crazy. Big old statue of Mary. Whole prayer was praying to Mary. Is that in the Bible? How about really loud, no, one, two, three, no. How about that? Got it? Is there one mediator between God and man? The answer is Yes, and his name is who? Jesus. Got it? Idolatry. That's idolatry. But I'm not just throwing stones that away. We do it. What do I mean? Idolatry. We're guilty of worshiping Hollywood stars. How's that working as your country's going to hell? Say, 
They get a platform, make a movie, get some money. Now I'm taking my cues from you? I don't think so. You know what's really funny is they make them these big stars. I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but they're the big Hollywood fighters, you know, and you meet them and they're about 5'3". You saved the planet? I don't think so. But that's another story. Look at this one. We're guilty. And you talk about really dumb. We're guilty of worshiping politicians. How stupid can you be? Say, your favorite political politician. We are crazy people. Yes or no, amen? Worship sports heroes. I'm a big sports guy. I love sports, okay? But somebody makes $6 million or $20 million or $50 million, all of a sudden, you're going to tell me how I should vote now? Because you can shoot a basketball? But you probably can't read? Excuse me. Football as well, or maybe you did. Now, see, I'm a big Vikings fan. I remember our guy years ago, he got a degree from Harvard. He was our center, okay? So I'm not saying all, all jocks can't read and stuff. But listen, just because you play a sport or make a lot of money, I don't have to worship you. Got it? Yes or no? And what sickens me, I'm watching the, I'm watching the uh, NCAA tournament. Okay, of course, you know Duke won last night. I'm from North Carolina. You know that. But anyway, anyway. But what gets me, I'm watching a basketball game. And now you're going to start shoving transgendered stuff down my throat from ESPN? You know what, God? God's just got, he's just, it's just, this kind of stuff just makes him sick. The things that we do. You hear me or not? But we'll do that now the other side of our mouth. Oh, we love Jesus. Last days. We'll, we'll worship religious leaders. That's really funny right there. I can get so crude. I won't. Half of you want me to. But next time you worship a religious leader, he's your favorite, just imagine him sitting on the toilet. Because he's just like you, and I'm just like him, and we're just like each other. We don't deserve worship. Only Jesus Christ deserves our worship. Got it? Say, amen. Come on. All right. I know that's ugly. I don't know why it's ugly. It's the truth. Keep looking. How y'all doing from Chattanooga? You're wishing you said like ten rows back. <laughs> The third one we saw last week was what? Covetousness. Much of the church today is about covetousness and what? Greed. And it's what? Is that the truth? If you don't think this is the truth, try to talk to a friend or family member this week about going to church. And see if in the conversation it doesn't come up. All they want is my money. So now you understand clearly why we say around here, if you can't give cheerfully, then what? Why do you say that? Because I don't want to be this. I don't want, I don't want to be Fellowship Church the harlot. Got it or not? 
I'd like us to be the bride of Christ. Does that mean we get it all right? We don't get it all right. We have to really work hard and, and, and keep working hard at it. Yes or no? But certain things that I can see that are just as plain as a nose on my face about Mystery Babylon, pride, idolatry, and then greed or covetousness, I see that so clearly in these passages. Those are things we need to stay away from. Yes or no? Amen. Got it? Let's keep moving now. There's three other ones. That was review. Number four. When you're studying this passage and, and, and carefully studying it about Mystery Babylon, you see the word, say it with me, sorcery. Whether you like it or not, a lot of the church today is about sorcery. They just dress it up. And they call it Jesus. But they're going to heal you, and they're going to do this, and they're going to fix that, and they're going to do this, and you're going to give an offering. It's going to get double by Friday! It's, all, it's a lot of hocus-pocus. I saw a movie recently. It was a, it was a tough movie. It's called Nightmare Alley. Anybody seen that movie? Okay. I'm going to tell you what I thought when I saw the movie. It was about a carnival and a shyster, and he could uh, read minds. And you know how they do, the crowd, and they, they, it's all a big lie, and it's bull. And he has somebody in the crowd that's giving him the answers. You know what I'm saying, don't you? And the whole time I'm watching the movie about the carnies and the carnival and the carnies and this, and it was, it was rough. I don't necessarily recommend him watching the movie because it's rough. But the whole time I'm thinking about it, I'm sitting there watching going, that's the church. The church is turned into a carnival. Y'all hear me or not? I know I have antics. I know I act crazy. But at least when you come here, you met me. It's not a show I'm putting on. So if you think I'm crazy here, then you know I'm crazy at home with Kim. Y'all understand or not? No game playing. I don't have anybody in the audience giving me cues. All I have is Roger back there, and he flashes a flashlight when I'm too long. <laughs> Sorcery, man. It's, it's in the church today. We're not talking about just demon stuff. We're talking about just this idea of, of making up stuff. Look at this, what Isaiah says about Babylon. Stand now with your enchantments, with the multitude of your sorceries, wherein you have labored from your youth. If so be, thou shalt be able to profit. Hmm. That's why a lot of that goes on, because there's profit in it. If so be, thou mayest prevail. Thou art wearied in the multitude of your counsels. Let now the astrologers, the stargalers, the monthly prognosticators stand up and save you. From these things that shall come upon you. Are these the last days? I think they are. I know one thing. They're your last days and my last days. And one day we're going to stand before the Lord. See if this garbage saves you then. Did you hear me or not? Behold, they shall be stubble. The fire shall burn them. They shall not deliver themselves from the power of the flame. That's funny why we get so disenchanted with pastors and preachers and televangelists. We put our faith in them. And then they fall because that's what they are. We're fallen people. Worship Him and Him only thou shalt serve. Is that the Bible? They can't save themselves from the power of the flame. There shall not be a coal to warm at nor a fire to sit before. Sorcery. Look at Revelation, back to Mystery Babylon, about sorcery. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in you. 
Religion, the church, the false church, not the bride of Christ, not the true bride. The voice of the bridegroom and the bride shall be heard no more at all in you. What happened to the church in America or in, in England and other places where the church used to be vibrant and now it just sits there? Or if it is open, there's hardly nobody there. And if it is open with somebody there, they're not preaching the gospel. This is just a prophecy of what we're living to see. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries were all the nations, what? Deceived. So sorcery. What is sorcery? What is sorcery? Now, you can say a lot about sorcery. But here's a good definition about sorcery and the church. That is this. Sorcery, say it with me, can be described as, help me, getting your spiritual instructions from anywhere other than God and His Holy Word. Any questions on that one? Say, people today, God said, God told me. But you can't even quote a Bible verse. Why don't we make the Word of God our paramount thing that we, we believe in and we study? Yes or no? Once you start doing that, you'll realize some of this crazy stuff you're saying. Come on, man. Get into the book. It'll keep you solid. Amen or oh me? Now, the book will whoop your tail, too. Amen. Say. That's good. That's not bad. Here's what Paul, Paul told Timothy. Oh, Timothy, keep that which is committed to your trust. Say this with me. Avoid profane and vain babbling and oppositions of what? Science. Say that last part with me. Falsely so-called. The church today, we, we bit into that. The Big Bang, we just blew up Darwin, you know, all that stuff. It's all a lie. God created you, just like He said in verse number 1 in the beginning. Say it with me if you know it. God created the heaven and the earth. Verse 26 Chapter 1, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. So, God made man. Oh, that's too simple. <laughs> but you've got it figured out. You're a sorcerer. Did y'all hear me or not? I know that's ugly. I could give a hoot. You better be careful. They'll keep using science. Before you know it, your business will be shut down. Oh, I'm sorry, that already happened. And they'll be shoving stuff in your arm. And you'll be so mad at your family because they didn't get it shoved in their arm. But they'll say it's all because of science, and we know better. I'm not saying science isn't great. I'm not saying science doesn't come up with awesome uh, remedies and vaccines. I just don't know all the answers. All I know is that we worship God and we don't worship science. Y'all hear me or not say? Because science will tell you that's just a blob of tissue in there. Is it or is it a life? You understand? Yes or no? It's sorcery and it's demonic to kill an unborn baby. It's just demonic. It's, it's sorcery. Yeah, but it's science. 
What I'm trying to say is, guys, we're there. These aren't things that we don't see happening, yes or no? He says, listen, Timothy, stay with the book. Study to show yourself approved, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, he said. Talking about science. Some follow this. Say that verse 21, which some professing they've what? Concerning their what? And grace be with you. It's not going to be easy. Last days. Much of the church today is saying things, teaching things, and believing things that are not what? Found in the Word of God. And they'll say this, God's doing a new thing. But he says, I'm the same yesterday, today, forever. I change not. Churches today are trying to replay and repeat Acts chapter 2 and tongues. and things. I know you might not like my message today, but anytime you're faking or trying to be a fraud and trying to get something to happen that happened over here and it isn't God doing it, but you're pushing that, that's not right with God. Did you all hear me or not? Do I still believe God can do anything? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do I think a lot of people have hijacked God's works? Absolutely. Be careful. You can call it what you want to, but if it's not of God, it ain't what? It's not of God. Amen? So many in the church today read everything but the what? I could ask you about Joe Biden's speech yesterday in Poland. Well, see, the way you're even sort of laughing, you heard it. You could probably tell me things about it. But could you tell me anything that you read from God's Word yesterday? Guys, we're the problem. Last days. We're not going to be like, last days, come get me, Jesus. Woo, I'm out of here. We are the problem. Strong message for us today. Yes or no? Amen? Good. Good for us. Fifth symptom, I think, adultery. What? Hang on. Upon her forehead was written, Mystery Babylon, the great mother, the the mother of what? Harlots, abomination of the earth. Is the church the bride of Christ? Yes or no? Is the church stepping out on God? Oh, yeah. We call that adultery. You understand? And that's what God calls it. Matter of fact, He compares marriage to He and the church. Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave Himself for it, that He might sanctify it and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the what? The Word. That He might present it to Himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Is the church today, religion today, full of holes and blemish and spots? That, that's not God's plan. Okay? For this cause, a man shall leave his father and mother. They shall be joined to the wife, and the two shall be one flesh. Say that last part with marriage. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the... So marriage does represent Christ and the church, but let us not forget we are the church. We're the bride. And that's what it's really all about. Marriage is a picture of us, guys. How are we doing? Are we committing adultery? 
What's that word mean? Adultery. The word adultery. Because it's used many times in the passage with harlotry, different words he uses about mystery Babylon. The word adultery, say it with me, it, it, is, it means what? It's what? Mixing it up. That's, that's sort of cool in marriages that they have to mix it up a little. Is that true or not? Of course it is. Guys, that's what happens in a marriage when you commit adultery as a husband. You go and sleep with another woman. You mixed up your marriage. You mix that inside your marriage. Yes or no? Do we get the point? And ladies, when you do that with another man and you're married, you're mixing that into your marriage. Did it make it better? No. And it doesn't make the church better when we mix all this into the church. Adultery, mixing it up. It's not clean. The church then becomes what? Dirty. I'm talking about from God's perspective. It causes spots, blemishes, and wrinkles. That's what adultery does inside the church. Adultery weakens. It never strengthens ever. What's the point? Are y'all with me already? Y'all about to fall over? The whole point is... When we preach everything but Jesus, when we make up this stuff or we add this stuff, or we make it about the money or about position, you go over the first several things we mentioned on the list. God sees that as you have committed adultery on me as a church. You hear me or not? And God says it will be this way in the last days. You hear me? Much of the church today has taken truth. We've mixed it up. We've weakened the power and the message of the what? A lot of people can't come to church. They don't want to come to church, even though we can present a good message about Jesus and that we love Jesus. But it's all the other stuff they've got to crawl over to get here. Amen. So we try to not have any pecking order here. We try not to take your money here. We know it costs money to make things and do things. and buy. We understand that. But there's a way that you can get there without making that inordinate or, or the main thing. Got it? Yes or no? I want to be a church that loves people. Say that with me. We want to be a church at what? But we also be want a church that loves who? Amen? So it's a good message for us today. Last one. I know you're ready. Murder? Murder? You mean the church in the last days or religion in the last days will be killing people? Have you ever heard of religion killing people? Yes or no? Are there religions in the world that would absolutely slaughter you if you're a believer in Christ? Yes or no? Absolutely. Guys, this is happening in the name of God. Isn't that sad? Isn't that sickening? Yes or no? And it's happened in Christendom down through the ages. Here's what Revelation says about it. And I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints. And with the blood of the what? Martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. It's something how we can still admire religion, even if it's false religion. We dress it up. We do whatever we do, 
<sighs> but it's sickening. Y'all hear me? Murder. People who love God have been killed down through the centuries for their faith. Shamefully, much of it was done, set with me, in the name of the what? Is that true or false? That's true. Last days. Am I killing y'all? This is no way to grow a church, is it? Well, here's where we come in. You might say, I'm good. At least I didn't do one of them. Oh, my gosh. You're feeling pretty good about yourself right now. I'm going to hold the phone. I'm coming after you. No, we don't kill. Maybe with a sword. The book of James says, The tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defiles the whole body. It's set on fire the course of nature, and it's set on fire of hell. Say this with me. But the tongue can no man tame. Keep reading. It is an unruly evil full of what? Deadly poison. But watch it. Church of the last days. Watch. Therewith bless we God, even the Father. And therewith do what? Curse we men which are made after the similitude of God. No, we just blew up. We took that away. Out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. So last point, murder. Much of the church today assassinates through the power of the tongue. How many would say in this room, in church... Somebody in your life, in church, pertinent killed you with their tongue. How many is going? Anybody? Any hands going up? Here's another question: How many would say I was hurt so bad in church? It took me a good long while to ever get back. Any hands going to go up? And a lot of this because the mouth and the running of the mouth and crap. Y'all hear me or not? That's not welcome here. Y'all hear me say? I said last week, well, I'm ready to quit anyway. Y'all remember me saying that? It doesn't mean I'm resigning. It just means it gets weary. Having church in the last days gets weary. I ain't quitting. But I am going to be firm. If you're a tongue talker talking about people, babbling your mouth at people, talking about people like dirt, you ain't welcome here. Got it? It's not going to I'm a believer, you, but you're a pitiful believer. And you're hurting our cause here. We need to use our tongue to help people, to encourage. Can we not talk truth? Sure, we can talk truth. But to put somebody down, to use your mouth for gossip, to assassinate people with your mouth. Pastor, have you ever had that done in any of your churches? Too many times. Pastor over here, was it ever a problem at your church ever? Yes or no, Pastor? Amen or oh me? If these are the last days, why don't we clean that up? Can we do better, yes or no? Let's don't do that. Am I being ugly? Chattanooga, am I being ugly? <laughs> Here we go. By the way, I do that with people all the time. I just happen to pick you out today. Amen. Much of the church today assassinates to the power of the tongue. Many are, say it with me, hateful and mean what? But wait a minute, but dress up on Sunday and... 
That's why I don't dress up on Sunday. I'll be honest with you. I don't want any part of anything. You can dress any way you want to, but I know if Gary dressed on Sunday, I'd be putting on something and it wouldn't be me. This is me. These are $6 shoes I got from a consignment store. The jeans I got from a consignment store, and I found out why today, because the zipper don't work good. I found that out in the first service. But at least, it's, you know, we, and, and I remedied that. The point is, how about we be us? Jesus died for me, not some made-up me. Amen? Good word today, I'm late. There's one straightforward command concerning Mystery Babylon. So what should we do, Pastor, last days? What should we do? Well, it's pretty clear. Now, this is pretty nasty. See, God looks at the church and religion today as being supposedly his bride, but we're having sex outside of that, as far as that's his mindset on it. That's what he's painting here as a picture. And so here's what he says to us. He says it in graphic language. Do what? Come out of her. That's strong talk right there. Y'all hear me or not? Not dabble, not put your toe, not, not flirt around. Come out. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, say it with me. Come out of her. Say it with me. My people. And be ye not partakers of her sins that you receive not her what? Plagues. Is that a strong message to the church? I think it is. Good message. So what should we do, Pastor? Return to the one true God and His only Son, Jesus Christ. That's the answer to this. There's one God, one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. All other roads in religion, church, you, you name it, are all wrong. There's one way to heaven, Jesus Christ. You can't say that. Who said I can't? That's the Bible. Quit playing like you believe the Bible if you don't. Come out of that kind of thinking. Amen or oh me? Number two, return to the only true, pure Word of God. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away. My Word shall not pass away. Read the Word. Believe the Word. Accept the Word. Eat up the Word. Let it get inside of you. Number three, return to holiness. Beloved, now we the sons of God. Speaking of last days, it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. Every man that has this hope in Him purifies himself, even as He is pure. Why do you preach messages like this, Clark? One of the reasons I do it occasionally is because it helps us to return to holiness. Amen. I know it's been hard. Good. If it'll help you, to return to the Lord or get your act together. Amen or amen. Good for, our, good for our church. Return to God's authority over your life. 
Be wise now, therefore, O you kings. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear. Rejoice with trembling. Say this verse with me. Very interesting. Kiss the Son, lest He be angry, and you perish from the way when His wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are they all, are all they that put their what? Trust in Him. His authority in my life. Instead of arguing, ah, oh, what about this? Ah, oh, what about this? Ah, oh, what about this? I created you. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. You can throw that other stuff in the garbage. You understand? Return to righteousness. But thou, man of God, flee these things. Follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Say that with me. Fight the good fight of... Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto you've been called, you professed a good profession before many witnesses. I'm wore out. How about y'all? Mystery Babylon. What was the command? Come out of it. Let's thank the Lord for the Word, even though I know it's hard on you. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Let's get up on our feet. Amen. You made it. You made it. Probably maybe the only time in your life you're going to hear a message on Mystery Babylon. I think it was pretty straightforward. Y'all hear me or not? Amen. Try to hang in here with me the last few minutes, unless you've got to go to work. Amen? Let's pray together. Lord, thank you for a good morning. Thank you for a good time in the Word. Thank you for both services today. Thank you, Lord, for the clarity of the Word. Lord, I stand behind your Word. I think the things we put up on the screen today, Lord, those six things, they came right out of your Word about Mystery Babylon and the last days and the last days church and religion. Lord, you've given all of us, including me, fair warning. It was clear, not above our heads today. You used very graphic language to describe this. You're very angry. You're not at all happy. And it's not going to pan out. So, Lord, let us as a church, as a people, as individuals, heed the message today. May your word find good ground in our heart. Instead of throwing up your word, I pray we'll eat up your word today. We'll all be better people and a better witness if we reject those six things today in our life and in our church. We pray in Jesus' name. Finally, with heads bowed, you've heard me say it many times during the message. You heard me during worship. You kept hearing a familiar name, Jesus Christ. God's Word says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Guys, I'm sorry for you today. I'm glad for you, but I'm sorry for you. I'm glad you're here today, but I'm sorry if you put your faith in a church or you put your faith in yourself or you put your faith in a preacher or you put your faith in your money or your career or your politician or your favorite sports star. I'm sorry because you'll perish. 
you must put your faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus said it to a very good, even religious man, Nicodemus. He said, you must be born again. And later, that's where we get John 3.16 from, that great verse. So today, would you reject all other ways and receive Jesus as your Savior today? And would you mean it down in your gut? I'm not asking you to come forward, fill out a card, do this, that, or the other. Just talking to you. Are you willing right now to say, I don't want to perish. I want to be saved. I don't want to screw this up. I want to put my faith in Christ. We don't have to leave here lost. Can I lead you in a prayer where you'll do that? With no game playing, can I help you? Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I have sinned many times. And Lord, I ask you to forgive me. And Lord, I want you to know that today I'm putting my faith in you. I'm not putting my faith in Fellowship Church, Pastor Gary, myself, anything. I'm putting my faith in you, Jesus Christ. I believe you did come. You did die on the cross for my sins, not yours, mine. And I believe you rose again. I do not understand it all. But I do get this part. I believe you love me. I believe I matter to you and I'm not garbage. I'm not. And you came and you came to seek and save lost people. And that's me. And best I know how right now today, I put my faith in you, Jesus. I put my faith in you. I put my faith in you. I am not. I am not going to get this wrong. Come into my life and live through me. Help me, Lord, I pray. Help me, Lord, I pray. In Jesus' name. With heads bowed, how many would raise a hand? And we're done. But how many would raise a hand? I'm not going to call you out, but say, Pastor, I said that prayer with you today, and, and I so understood that, what I just did, and I nailed that. There's no doubt about that in my life. Can I see your hand? I'm just looking all over the building. There's no doubt I nailed that today. Praise the Lord. Lord, thank you for a great day at church. Thank you for a place. Where else are we going to be able to hear these things and heard like this and talk about them if it's not in your church? And Lord, I know I I don't get it all right. But Lord, I believe your word and I believe it was a good word for our heart today. So help us as we go our way. Thank you for the many today, the many that without game playing, they put their faith in you, Jesus. Bless them and help us be a blessing to them, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. See you later. Adios. Have a great, great day. Let's thank the Lord for His Word. Come on. I know it's hard. You.